The next night, Cat walked through the wet wild woods and hid very near the cave till morning time, and man and dog and horse went hunting. The woman was busy cooking that morning, and the baby cried and interrupted. So she carried him outside the cave and gave him a handful of pebbles to play with. But still the baby cried. Then the cat put out his patty paw and patted the baby on the cheek, and it cooed. And the cat rubbed against its fat knees and tickled under its fat chin with his tail. And the baby laughed, and the woman heard him and smiled. Then the bat, the little upside-down bat that hung in the mouth of the cave, said, Oh, my hostess and wife of my host and mother of my host's son. A wild thing from the wild woods is most beautifully playing with your baby. A blessing on that wild thing, whoever he may be, said the woman, straightening her back. For I was a busy woman this morning, and he has done me a service. That very minute and second, best beloved, the dried horse skin curtain that was stretched tail down at the mouth of the cave fell down. Whoosh! Because it remembered the bargain that she made with the cat. And when the woman went to pick it up, lo and behold, the cat was sitting quite comfy inside the cave. Oh, my enemy, and wife of my enemy, and mother of my enemy, said the cat. It is I, for you have spoken a word in my praise, and now I can sit within the cave for always and always and always. But I am still the cat who walks by himself, and all places are alike to me. The woman was very angry, and shut her lips tight, and took up her spinning wheel and began to spin. But the baby cried because the cat had gone away, and the woman could not hush it, for it struggled and kicked and grew black in the face. Oh, my enemy, and wife of my enemy, and mother of my enemy, said the cat. Take a strand of the thread that you are spinning, and tie it to your spinning whirl, and drag it across the floor, and I will show you a magic that will make your baby laugh as loudly as he is now crying. I will do so, said the woman, because I am at my wit's end, but I will not thank you for it. She tied the thread to her little clay spindle whirl, and drew it across the floor, and the cat ran after it, and patted it with his paws, and rolled head over heels, and tossed it backward over his shoulder, and chased it between his hind legs, and pretended to lose it, and pounced down upon it again, till the baby laughed as loudly as it had been crying, and scrambled after the cat, and frolicked all over the cave till it grew tired, and settled down to sleep with the cat in its arms. Now, said the cat, I will sing the baby a song that shall keep him asleep for an hour. And he began to purr, loud and low, low and loud, till the baby fell fast asleep. The woman smiled as she looked down upon the two of them, and said, That was wonderfully done. No question, but you are a very clever cat. That very minute and second, best beloved. The smoke of the fire at the back of the cave came down in clouds from the roof. Puff! Because it remembered the bargain she had made with the cat. And when it had cleared away, lo and behold, the cat was sitting quite comfy close to the fire. Oh, my enemy, and wife of my enemy, and mother of my enemy, said the cat. It is I, for you have spoken a second word in my praise, and now I can sit by the warm fire at the back of the cave for always and always and always. But still I am the cat who walks by himself, and all places are alike to me. Then the woman was very, very angry and let down her hair and put more wood on the fire, and brought out the broad blade bone of the shoulder of mutton, and began to make a magic that should prevent her from saying a third word in praise of the cat. But it was not a singing magic, best beloved. It was a still magic. And by and by the cave grew so still that a little wee mouse crept out of a corner and ran across the floor.